This is Microbreak, the podcast for humans with the attention span of a goldfish, a weekly podcast that dives into the history of famous people, places, and things. Each and every week, I'll take you down memory lane while keeping it fast, fun, and lighthearted. I'm your host, Michael J. Mayone, and I'm ready to start the show. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Microbreak, the podcast for humans with the attention span of a goldfish. I'm your host, Michael J. Mayone, and this is episode 102, and we are here to talk about the Fab Four. That's right, the Beatles. Remember the Beatles. This is a huge subject. There are podcasts, I'm sure dedicated to just the Beatles. They were one of the world's most popular, if not still to this day, musical groups of all time. The Beatles were formerly called the Quarry Men. But once we go through this quick timeline of the history of the Beatles, you'll find out that they changed their name to the Beatles after a couple of different tweaks here and there. And of course, this is when Beatlemania begins. The principal members were John Lennon, Paul McCartney, of course. We had George Harrison as well. And of course, everybody remembers Ringo Starr, which is actually his stage name. Richard Starkey was his real name. So the Quarrymen, the song that I was able to find was basically a cover song of Buddy Holly's That'll Be the Day being sung by John Lennon. And the most amazing thing is John is like 16 years old and he's playing with Paul McCartney and George Harrison. Now, wow, wasn't that crazy? They had a Colin Hanton on the drums and then John Duff Lowe playing the piano. And that was the Quarrymen. And of course, before I move ahead, I do want to mention that the song From Me to You by the Beatles that introed this podcast was me singing. (laughs) I don't know how long ago it was, but you can hear that even my voice sounded pretty young, but I did record a cover of that song. Before John, Paul, George, and Ringo became the Beatles, they were simply four teenagers from Liverpool. Never could John, Paul, George, and Ringo have imagined they would go on to form one of the most successful groups in modern history, influencing the popular culture in not only music, but also in fashion, film, and global representation. Eagerly opening up the countercultural movement of the 1960s and the phenomenon that we call rock and roll. Just let me hear some of that rock and roll music. was pretty amazing, wasn't it, folks? I decided to go to infoplease.com and take a timeline approach to the history of the Beatles. 
So let's start in 1960. Since we already have the trio so far, we've got Paul, we've got George, and of course we have John making up the quarrymen. In 1960, Stuart Sutcliffe, Lennon's friend from Liverpool College of Arts, joins the quarrymen, and then they change their name to Silver Beatles. Pete Best joins the band as their drummer. Now, here's the first drummer that we remember from the Beatles. Now, here's a rare recording of Pete Best with the Beatles performing a very early version of I Saw Her Standing There. Well, she was just 17. group has once again changed its name, this time to The Beatles, and that was in August of 1960. Monumental. The group travels to Hamburg for the first of five trips between 1960 and 1962. In Hamburg, they perform at clubs, and it's during these extended visits to Hamburg that the band finds its sound and identity. In December, they return to Liverpool from Hamburg, and they play at Litherland Town Hall. The performance creates buzz and frenzy. 1961, in the spring, Stuart Sutcliffe quits the band. Bye, Stewie. Nice to know you. Big mistake. Huge. (laughs) But in November of that year, Brian Epstein meets the Beatles and becomes their manager. You can do a whole podcast just on Brian alone. Hey, you guys sound pretty good. I think I'll manage you. 1962. This was kind of a sudden thing, but Stuart Sutcliffe dies from a brain hemorrhage. That's pretty terrible. And later on in that year of 62, Pete Best leaves the band, and then Ringo Starr joins the band, and then the Beatles record their first single, Love Me Do. wanted to talk to you about a new app I discovered called Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It searches the web for the most trending topics and reads them to you in a natural human voice. It's like having your very own news journalists browse content from sports, science, technology, entertainment, and much more. They even have podcasts and Microbreak is no exception. Download and start listening to the free Newsly app today. Even better, use the promo code in the show notes below to receive one month of Newsly Premium for free. Now stop scrolling and start listening. And you can hear that sound already so early on. Those harmonies were so tight. The vocals were so clear and distinct and the lyrics were meaningful. In 1963, the band's second single, Please Please Me, is released in the United Kingdom.
You know, it's even hard to stop these songs like that and fade them out because they're so good. Please Please Me, of course, was on the same album along with Love Me Do and 12 other tracks. And it literally says, and 12 other songs. <laughs> Just a self-titled album, 12 other songs. I love it. <laughs> the Beatles' popularity spread from the UK throughout Europe. This is considered the start of Beatlemania. And that was in October of 1963. Beatlemania is born. November 4th, the Beatles perform for Queen Elizabeth II and a whole bunch of other royalty. During the performance, Lennon shouts out, Will the people in the cheapest seats clap their hands and the rest of you just rattle your jewelry? I think that's fantastic. With the Beatles, the Beatles' second album comes out in the UK and holds the number one position on the British album chart for 21 weeks. In fact, it knocks their first album out of the number one spot. The two albums combine to dominate the top of the album charts for 51 straight weeks. Holy moly. The songs on with the Beatles include All My Lovin', Please, Mr. Postman, and others. Close your eyes and I'll kiss you On November 29th, the song I Want to Hold Your Hand hits its UK release and goes right to the top spot of the charts. I Want to Hold Your Hand is released in the US and goes to number one, where it remains there for seven weeks. Wow. In 1964, Capitol Records releases Meet the Beatles in the US. On February 7th, the British invasion begins when the Beatles land at JFK Airport in New York. Fans greet them there and later surround the Plaza Hotel where they are staying. A record 73 million people watch the Beatles perform on February 9th on the Ed Sullivan Show. On the show, the band performs I Want to Hold Your Hand, All My Lovin', Till There Was You, She Loves You, and I Saw Her Standing There. Now, I was unable to find the announcement of the Beatles from Ed Sullivan on their very first appearance on that date. However, here is the very first song they played from that performance. the people are screaming the entire time they just can't contain themselves because the Beatles are performing here in the U.S. on television and it just spread Beatlemania like wildfire so these early years go on and on hit after hit we've got films starting to form you're gonna see A Hard Day's Night in the same year coming out another big popular film and of course another huge hit for them and that really just stormed through the rest of 1964. In 1965, the Queen of England names the Beatles members of the British 
Empire. I mean, just going. It's Beatles mania, man. I don't know what to say. It goes on from there. 1966, Revolver comes out. 1967, the year I was born, is the introduction of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. It's released in the UK and goes straight to number one and remains there for 27 weeks. Mystery Tour is released in the U.S. and goes to number one. In 1968, the animated film Yellow Submarine premieres in London. And then in November that same year, the album The Beatles is released in Britain and in the United States. It goes straight to number one in both countries. The album is also known as The White Album. The White Album in 1969 goes straight to number one. Now, The famous rooftop performance, that was January 30th. But now things take a turn for the worse. In 1969, in September, the Beatles performed together for the last time on that rooftop. Because in September, although he didn't announce it publicly due to contract negotiations with the label EMI, Lennon decides to leave the Beatles. September 26th, Abbey Road is released in the UK, where it soars to the top of the charts. It's the Beatles' last studio album. In 1970, McCartney announces that he has left the Beatles. On May 8th that year, Let It Be, which was recorded before Abbey Road, is released in the UK, where it rockets to the number one position on the British album charts. December 8th, outside his apartment building in New York City, John Lennon is shot and killed by Mark David Chapman. No hell below us, above us only sky. A lot of these amazing lives, a lot of these amazing bands, a lot of these amazing stories get derailed by tragedy and John being shot was a huge tragedy for his wife Yoko for his friends for his fans for everybody it basically stopped the clock of the world in 1980 in 2001 George Harrison died of cancer in Los Angeles and then this timeline ends in 2010 and this is really important because in 2010 On November 16th, the entire music catalog of the Beatles is released on iTunes. And now you can find it on Spotify and everywhere else out there. 
Paul McCartney still doing his thing. Ringo still doing his thing. They're still out there. They're still performing. Paul McCartney just released an album recently. Well, I hope you learned something on this episode, and I hope that you enjoyed it. Now, if you did, please remember to rate and review the show. You know how to do that? Very simple. Just scroll down until you see where it says rate it, hit the stars. You can write a review, and that would be awesome. You can also follow me on Twitter at micro underscore break. That's micro underscore break. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. 